morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's from Arizona. You're greeted this morning. Anybody else in the line would like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. It's Yvette Marquette. <laughs> good morning, Yvette. And who else would that might be? Good morning. This is Mark Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's easy. Happy Monday, Mr. Ray. Good morning. Happy Monday to you, too. You have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you, too. Thank you. you. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, he is good all the time. Good morning, Steve. Um, happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday, Leticia from Arizona. Me agree this morning. Does anybody else join the line? Would like to say good morning. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. So teacher from Arizona. I'm in agreement this morning. Did anybody else join the line and like to say good morning? Good morning, Lucretius Rochelle. Happy Monday, sweetheart. Good morning. Happy Monday to you, too. Good morning. This is Dr. Chris. Come on, Chris. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Patricia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Can anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Can I ask if those who've already said good morning, if they can press the set of mute button? Good morning, Mrs. Diane. Yes, Diane. How are you? Happy Monday to you. I'm good. How are you? Thank you. Very blessed. Good morning. Good morning. 
Sister Lisa, God bless you, everyone on the line. Happy Monday. Good morning, Lisa. Happy Monday to you, too. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Monday. Nice to hear your sound. Thank you very much, Prosperous Pam. Appreciate that. Have a great day. You too, sir. Good morning, Miss Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Yeah, happy Monday to you. Happy Monday to you too. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Patricia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Did anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning before I start with the business at hand. Good morning, Leticia from Arizona. Good morning, family. This is Gloria. Good morning, Sister Gloria. Good morning, Leticia. It's Miss B. Good morning, Steve. Happy Monday to you. All right, Mr. B. Family, I'm going to go ahead and get started with the business at hand. <clears throat> Before I do, if I can ask it, everybody, go ahead and make sure your standard mute button is pressed. As the call is being recorded, we'd like to preserve the integrity of it. Hello again. Welcome, welcome. Happy Monday to each and every one of you. Thank you for joining us. We are, thank you for calling in and joining us here at the Victory on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, and is here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you with your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to continue joining in with us daily during the month of June, where our monthly theme is entitled Order. This means that all the declarations will be focused on the understanding order according to the mind, heart, and will of God. There are two announcements today. First, please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters. It's for marriage couples or marriage hopefuls. You can call into the same phone number tonight at 6.30 p.m. It goes for an hour, and you will be happy that you did. Secondly, would you like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances? Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. DeclareVictory.org PayPal not me, backslash declare victory, or the cash app, which is a dollar sign, I declare victory now. We pray that many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for giving and trusting in Him. There were no spoken requests. 
for prayers, nor were there any submitted on the prayer app. The order of the call today is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Gloria. The declaration will be brought by Pamela Jordan. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Again, the order of the call today is the prayer and the corporate praise will be brought by Gloria. Declaration will be brought by Pamela Jordan. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture reading for today is from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12. Let no one despise your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I'd ask if you can double check, triple check your phones to make sure that the standard read button is pressed. As again, the call is being recorded and we would like to preserve the integrity of it. We also ask that you maintain your value and your tone of your prayers to a reasonable level to not pray over the prayer warrior's voice as they are leading us to the throne. Thank you for your participation and your cooperation. And again, thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. Happy Monday to you. Have a blessed one. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior today, Gloria. Bless the Lord. I'm going to read a, just a little portion of scripture, Psalm 91, the 14th verse and 15th verse. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He should call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Let us go before the throne of grace. Eternal God, our Father, Lord God, we worship and adore you. Father, we honor you and bless your holy name. We thank you, Father, for your presence here with us on this line this morning. We thank you for the privilege and the opportunity of being able to come together in prayer, Lord God, knowing, Lord God, that you hear our prayer and you answer our call. We are grateful to you, Father God, for the gift of life this morning. We bless your name, Lord God, that you woke us up this morning with praise on our lips and thanksgiving in our heart. You allowed us the breath of you allowed the breath of life to be in our lungs, Lord God, and hallelujah, we are able to move and dwell and have all of our being in you. And Father, for that we are grateful to you. We thank you, Lord God. We ask, Father, forgiveness of all of our sins. Anything we've said, done, or thought that's not pleasing to you, forgive us, God. Father, where we've sinned against you, forgive us, oh God. Where we've sinned against our neighbors and even ourselves, God, forgive us. We ask you to cleanse us and wash us white as snow with the blood of Jesus. Purify our thoughts, our motives, the meditation and intent of our heart. Anything and everything about us that is not like you, oh God, we ask that you will forgive us, Lord God. And give us a clean heart and renew your right salvation within us, Lord God. Renew your Holy Spirit within us, oh God. Give us a fresh anointing of your peace, your direction, your desire, and your will 
your creativity, Lord God, for this day, Lord. You said, Father, if anybody lacks wisdom, let them ask you. And you give it to us freely and unbridled, Lord God, without measure. You give us the wisdom to live and to glorify you throughout this day. So, God, we thank you for that. Father, we bless your holy name. God, I thank you for declared victory. Every prayer request. Father, there weren't any on the line, Lord God, that was spoken, Lord God, but you know every unspoken prayer request, Lord God. You know the concerns and the desires of your the heart of your people, God. So I ask you and I thank you, Father God, for making a way out of no way, Lord God. I thank you for blessing marriages, Lord God. I ask you, Father God, to give greater grace, Lord God, that as we, Lord God, work out our own soul salvation and learn how to love you and love our neighbors even as we love ourselves, God, that you allow the peace of your spirit, the direction of your Holy Spirit to lead and guide us in all truth. Father, we just thank you. Thank you for families, Lord God. Thank you for the children, Lord God, our children and our grandchildren. Thank you, Lord God, that they are the heritage of the Most High God that you've called and anointed and set them apart, Lord God. And Father God, we bless you for the privilege of being their mothers and and the fathers and the grandparents, Lord God, and even great parents, great grandparents and aunties and uncles, Lord God, that you've connected us, Lord by Lord God in order, Lord God, that your kingdom would be here on earth, even as it is in heaven. So God, we bless and magnify your name. Thank you for the privilege of being a mother, Lord God. Thank you for the privilege of carrying the seed, Lord God. Thank you for the loaning, Lord God, of the children, Lord God. And Father God, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, that no matter what the mistakes were that we made in the past, God, we bless your name for growth, Lord God. We thank you for deliverance, God. We thank you for healing, God. And we thank you for even healing the wounds, Lord God, of the past, Lord God both in ourselves and in our children and our our husbands and our, and, and the wives, Lord God, that, Father God, as families, God, we would draw together in the name of Jesus. We would be drawn that you would be the, the third twine that, that blesses husbands and wives to be together, Lord God, and that they would learn, Lord God, how to honor you, Lord God, in the midst of honoring and loving one another, Lord God. So we bless you, Father. Thank you for marriage matters. Thank you for the leaders of marriage matters and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide them and to believe be a blessing and a ministry to other marriages and to be encouragement to them, Father God. Father, I bless you for every person that comes on this line this day, God. I thank you for every soul, God. I ask you to bless them in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for you giving clarity of mind and purpose and understanding of your will, Lord God, in our lives. Be manifested, oh God, on this call, Lord God. Have your way in our midst, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the person that will bring the word this morning, Father God. Thank you, Lord God, for you honoring, Lord God, even, Lord God, the desire of their heart in order to deliver your word to your people, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for us hearing your word and receiving it and walking therein, Lord God. Father, we bless your name. We pray for those that are in prison, Lord God, and in jails, Lord God. Father, we ask your healing power in the mighty name of Jesus. You are the lawyer who has never lost a case, Lord God. So, Lord God, we thank you for healing them. We thank you for delivering them. We thank you, Lord God, for growing them up in their relationship with you. And even though they may be locked up, Lord God, they're not locked away from you, God. So allow them by the power of your spirit to see you and to hear you and to know you and to trust, Lord God, that you are with them, Lord God. Father God, we pray for the sick and afflicted all over, Lord God. Those in hospitals, Lord God, first responders, Lord God. Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will be glorified. God, we thank you for the miracle of Josiah, Lord God. We thank you for the miracle, Lord God, that you've allowed, Lord God, for uh 
Ashante, Father God. Father, we bless your name. We know that you are Jehovah Rapha. We know that you heal, oh God, that you are the great physician, Lord God. We know that healing is in you, oh God, and that healing is the children's bread, Lord God. So we bless you for healing. We bless you for deliverance. We bless you for salvation, Lord God. For all those, Lord God, who have family members, Lord God, that they're crying out for, for their minds, Lord God. We speak peace in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you glory, honor, and praise, God, because we know that you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above whatever things we may ask, think, or even can imagine, God, according to the power of your Holy Spirit that is at work in us, God. So, God, we thank you for your Holy Spirit being at work. Thank you for bridling our tongues when we need to hush, God. And thank you, Father God, for giving us the words to speak, Lord God, when you tell us to go and speak a word. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you equipping us for such a time as this, for you ordering our steps and directing our path. Thank you, Lord God, for this season of order that you have us on, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that our minds are being ordered, Lord God. Our spirits and our hearts are being ordered, Lord God. Father God, even our, our physical surroundings, Lord God, you you placed in, in, in placed us, Lord God in the place of getting of ordering our lives, ordering our homes, Lord God. Father God, getting rid of the clutter, Lord God, and receiving, Lord God, the very gift and breathe of the Holy Spirit bro- blowing through our homes, our minds, our lives, in every arena, Lord God, where we've made missteps, Lord God. You've ordered our steps and directed our paths, oh God. Father, we bless your name. We pray for leaders of government all over this earth, Lord God, in the United States, Lord God, in every, every, uh, country and every every kingdom, Lord God. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that even in corporations, Lord God, that the leaders, Lord God, that they would hear your voice and obey you, Lord God. We pray for their hearts, Lord God, to be turned to you, Father God. We pray for ministering spirits, Lord God, those that you placed in order that have your spirit in them already, Lord God, to be able to speak words of wisdom and deliverance and power, Lord God. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that your will will be done, that you would be heard, Lord God, you would be manifested, Lord God, in the lives of people all over this earth, oh God. We magnify you, God, and we thank you, Lord God, that no weapon that is formed against us will prosper. And every time that rises up, you yourself, Almighty God, cast down and condemn. You vindicate us. You are our vindication, Lord God. So we thank you for the spirit of peace being shot, shot in our feet, that we walk in the gospel of peace. We walk, my Kadarobosi, with our loins girded about with truth. We have on the very breastplate of righteousness that you protect us with, Lord God. And Father God, you cover our minds. You've covered our minds, Lord God, with the helmet of salvation, Lord God. And you've given us the sword of the spirit, Lord God, and the shield of faith with which we quench every fiery dart of the enemy. And we bless you, Lord God, that nothing and nobody will be able to stop what you have declared and decreed, oh God. So we declare victory in the name of Jesus. We declare power in the name of Jesus. We declare salvation in the name of Jesus. We declare righteousness and holiness in our lives manifested in every life, Lord God, that we pray for, God, that nobody and nothing will be able to stop you, God. So declare us, I, I ask you to join me in prayer and worship to the Most High God, because he's worthy. Take your phones off mute, and let's give God his highest and greatest praise. Hallelujah. 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 We thank you, God. Thank you, God. We call every way with spirit that you God, you 
have your way, God. My court of the whole time, you are able to do more than we can ever think, Lord God. You're able to do it better than we ever imagined and begun, Father. So have your way in the name of Jesus. Lord God, whoever came, Lord God, just to spectate, God. We ask you to deliver, God. Whoever came, Lord God, just to cause confusion, God. We ask you to save, God. We ask you to save, God. We ask you to save, God. My Lord, you my feet. Thank you, Lord God. Continue to remind us of the open and 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 open Thank you, Lord, for the 
gain a better understanding of this psalm. Um, now, the mechanics of this particular book and the arrangement is like really interesting. Um, it was done with like a great deal of care. It's an acrostic, which an acrostic is really different than any other book in the Bible. Instead of having one verse that begins with the Hebrew Hebrew alphabet, it uses all 22 letters of the Hebrew um, alphabet. And instead of one verse, eight verses are uh, covers each letter of the alphabet, which is Allah, they, Del, Zion, Kath, Yo, Ot, Lamech, Name, Noom, Samic, Ayan, Hey, Tayek, um, Rai, Sin, and Ta. I think that's all of them. It's been a while since I studied Hebrew, but um, those are the Hebrew alphabet. It's like 21 of them or 22 of them. And this arrangement of this particular chapter in Psalms using eight verses for each letter gives us the 176 verses. Um, now, if you think about it, eight is the key number because all verses begin with that particular letter. There's eight verses that use the same letter. And eight um, biblically has a meaning because eight in the Bible is the number of life from the dead. It, it was eight days that the Lord Jesus came back from the dead. Um, he came back on the first day of the week after the Sabbath, and Sabbath is the seventh day. And on the eighth day, the first day of the week, was when Jesus came back from the dead. And so that number eight means uh, life from the dead. And the interesting thing is that God is saying that the people of the nation of Israel, he's, he's not through with them. Uh, Paul made it clear. In Romans, the 11th chapter, uh, verse 15, he said, For if the casting away of them leave the reconciling of the world, what shall the receiving of them be but life from the dead? Now, this is interesting because God is not through with us. God is yet um, desiring that we seek life from death, life from our sin, which leads to death. And so that's what this um, message today is, is about, you know, us seeking life, how we can accomplish life, um, that, that order that God has put in place of life. Um, and he's, desiring that we walk in life um, because we know that the power of sin is death. And so we need to walk in life after death. After we have been saved from our sin, which is death, that we can live life and live it abundantly. And so this is what God is calling all of us to do, is to 
live that life abundantly. In fact, as you look at this particular psalm, um, it starts off uh, talking about, you know, happy are they. Um, it talks about, you know, how we should live happy as we um, as we achieve life after death. Um, now, this particular book, like I said, is a praise book. It's a book um, that praises uh, God for the word. It, we can find happiness and, and life after death from his word because God has promised to bless us and bring us joy and happiness through his word. Now, God can bring back to his people life, just as he can bring us back from the dead of our sin, and we can be restored unto him and live this life of, of happiness and peace through obedience of his word. Now, Aristotle said that all men seek happiness, and I agree with this to some degree because If we look in different places for this source of happiness, um, we can find we can run into trouble because Christians know that happiness is a byproduct of our obedience. For if we love God and we're determined to walk in what God wants us to do, we're going to find out that the results of our obedience will be happiness, among other things. For in Psalms 119, uh, like I said, the first two verses actually tells us that. For the first verse says, happy are those whose way is blameless, who walks according to the laws of the Lord. Then verse two goes on to say, happy are those who keep his statutes and seek after him with all their heart. Now, again and again, um, the Psalms, and, and this particular Psalms and several others repeat this principle over and over again that true happiness is the result of obedience. In fact, most parents will see this being true in a child. For when a child's disobedient, um, both the child and the parent are miserable. But as soon as that child conform to what the parents are asking them to do, the child begins to find relief and freedom, and the whole house you'll find will return to order and happiness and peace. I can remember when I was a child growing up in Kansas City, my big mama, which is my grandmother, my father's mother, used to come and visit every summer. And my cousins and aunts and uncles would all come over to our house um, on 4th of July weekend when she was there visiting. And all the women would usually gather in the kitchen and eventually kind of wind up in the uh, dining room table and, you know, talking and laughing and, you know, drinking tea or eating a dessert or pie, while all the men, you know, usually are outside and 
they're either messing around in the yard or they're trying to unload the fireworks and get them all set up for this huge display that we always had every year in our uh, backyard. And then the kids, you know, we were just free to run and play and, you know, just enjoy one another, our cousins. Uh, but somehow me and my younger sister and usually one of my older cousins, we would always play around the uh, uh, table where the women were talking. And um, we usually would take this bet, have this better discussion over uh, whether it was Big Mama who was heavier or Aunt Betty, because after all, Big was in her name. So we usually crawl under the dining room table and play around with the bathroom scale. And we would try to be quiet as we giggled and laughed and played around. And my mom, from time to time, would always be like, what are you girls doing under that table? And we would just kind of laugh and be like, nothing. And then we would take the scale from woman to woman, from aunt to aunt, and pick up their foot and slowly set it down on this scale. And each time we would um, set it down, we'd watch the scale increase in number. And we would go from person to person under the table. And it was no surprise when we finally got over to Aunt Betty and Big Mama that the scale would increase in numbers that we had never seen before. And then we would fall out on the floor giggling and laughing. And um, my grandmother used to always say, Pamela, Felicia, Jan, what are you guys doing under that table? Get from under that table now. Because she knew what we did. And she would always say, y'all must be tuning up for a whooping. Just keep on, just keep on. Y'all tuning up for a whooping. And so we would run out from under the table, laughing and giggling and not understanding what she was meaning by tuning up. We would try to act like we were um, tuning up our voices, like me, 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 we're tuning up. <laughs> like, you know, kind of egging her on jokingly. And then we'd run upstairs to our bedroom. And this happened often from time to time, but you can always guarantee before the day ended that my big mama would literally get fed up with all the kids and she would go back to her Mississippi dialect and she would start going off on all of us saying, that's it. And then she would say, y'all cheering or fixing to, to get y'all whooping. And so we would start laughing and she would call my dad in from outside and my dad would come in from the back porch and she would, you know, say, Harvey, get in here right now because he's cheering a fixing to get a whooping. And so we would just be laughing and she'd say, y'all think I'm playing. And soon my dad would come in, heading to the house from the backyard. And as he reached the back porch and, and into the house, we would all begin to kind of run through the house hiding. My little sister, Felicia, she would try to squeeze behind the refrigerator and I would try to jump behind one of the couches to hide out because we knew that we were gonna get it. Now, 
there was no getting of a switch in the tree because when my dad came in to whip, he would literally just pull off his bet and begin whipping. <laughs> and so, like I said, we all would try to scatter, hide, because it never failed that whoever it was that got caught first was the one who got whipped first. And it never failed when that whipping happened, it seemed like it just cleared the air and all of us would settle down to this peace. We would all become quiet and the house would have this sense of order and calm and that chaos would be distorted that disobedience would be fixed and order would come in the house because disobedience was the thing that created the chaos but obedience what brought relief now this is what brings us happiness is our obedience to god just as adam and eve choose to disobey and everything began to get messed up in the world because of sin, disobedience began to fill the world because it was Satan's suggestion that disobedience could bring true happiness to mankind. You see, God's plan was to keep Adam and Eve from the tree of good and evil. And he knew that by eating of that fruit, that ultimately would destroy them. Satan's plan was to deceive them and deceive them into letting them know that this wasn't true, that this wasn't um, uh, what God uh, meant, that if they took of it, that it would actually uh, keep them from being human beings, but they would then become like God. So they chose to disobey God. Now, I keep saying them because and they, because the scripture says that when this happened and Satan approached that Eve, that Adam was right there with her. He was standing right there during the entire discourse, during the entire conversation and the enticement. Now, Adam was created to be the protector, the one in charge, the, the one who had dominion over the earth. But instead, he gave in to the temptation and, um, that, that Eve enticed him with, of eating the fruit that Satan had enticed them with. And because of this act of disobedience, sin was birthed throughout the world. And it took Christ to come and restore things back to order. Because God's plan for mankind, when he ordained the stars, the moon, and the sky was that it would be good. And his plan was to bring order. Now, what does it mean to ordain? Because the scripture says to, he ordained the stars and the sky. Where ordained means to set it in place. God ordained the foundation of this world. God ordained our lives and set it in place. He set it into motion. He ordained it, meaning order, to put into place. His desire was to have our, um, our, our purpose put into place. 
his plan was to put in place his plan for mankind for us. He ordained mankind to be created in his image so that order would exist in this world. Now, let's get to one of my favorite verses in this chapter, 133. And it says, the psalmist says, order my steps in the word and let no iniquity have dominion over me. In other words, he's saying that make my steps steady through your promise and, and don't let any sin dominate me. You see, what sin does is it tries to take over. It tries to dominate us. It tries to consume us. But the psalmist asks that his step be ordered in his word. While everybody's preoccupied with their needs in this world and their happiness in this world and their success in this world and, and their security in their life and their uh, intense preoccupation with, with who they are, it's because many people don't envision success and happiness of what it really is. They're looking for fireworks and uh, glitz and glamour, and they're looking for this uh, big applause, a celebration about who they are, because entertainment and social media and sports you know, brings this air of, of, of you know, having this um, identity that is great. And they begin, people begin to feel that in order to be successful in this world, that you must have a million uh, viewers or followers or likes. And, you know, it's become so distorted. And it causes us to miss out on God's desire for his, his true desire for us to achieve, because we don't recognize what God's will is for us. And we began chasing the next big thing and the next big thing and the next big thing in our lives. We find ourselves literally spinning our wheels um, in this rat race, literally trying to achieve things based on what our expectation, based on what the world's expectation, failing to look at what God's expectation is for our lives. Because when all is said and done, unless we understand the nature of spiritual success and happiness, we can nev never succeed in this world. We, we begin to uh, wind up in this never-ending quest for something we already have because happiness is ours, peace is ours, goodness is ours for those who love Christ. For God desires to look our talents and, and use us for his will. But unless we seek God for his will and not follow after Satan who is just trying to get us to follow after the wrong things, seeking uh, happiness rather than seeking God's plan. Because the truth is success is found in fulfilling God's purpose for our lives. 
And that's what the biblical definition of success is. When we ask God to order our step, we're asking him to put in place his plan for us from the very beginning of time. Now, some people assume that success is um, tied to how much money you have and, or how much um, your career ladder you, you reach or, you know, what items or material items that you have contained, um, how much wealth you have gained, or, you know, whether your social media goes viral. You know, and the problem with all these assumptions is that they're not really based on God's standard of success and happiness. In John 17, verse 4, Jesus gave us this definition of success when he said, I glorify you on the earth, having accomplished the work which you have given me to do. And then in 2 Timothy 4, verse 8, Paul says the same thing pretty much in a different way uh, when he said, I have fought the good fight. I have uh, finished the course and I have kept the faith. In fact, God told Joshua in chapter 1 and verse 8, that his success was based entirely on his meditation of the word, combined with his uh, aligning his decisions and actions based on God's plan for him. Because success involves fulfilling what God has called us to do. You see, no one sets out to fail. And while we can't go back through time and try to undo the mistakes that we made in our past, we have the option of, of becoming successful through Christ from here on out. We can begin and continue the journey of fulfilling God's destiny for our lives. When we seek God's will, because God gives us that secret of life in Psalms 25, verse 14. It says, to know God's covenant is to know his favor and his blessings because his covenant is expressly tied to his covering. When we align ourselves underneath God's covering and rule in our lives, we'll experience spiritual success. But this verse contains the condition. It says that you can't know God's covenant by fearing him. You know, there's this cause and this effect scenario for achieving spiritual success. It's about what you do with that honor and respect to God and his word. For this impacts your level of spiritual success and, and happiness in life. When you uh, try to uh, not dishonor God, um, you can't dishonor God in order to achieve happiness because success begins with respect 
and obedience. And if we don't follow that obedience, we find ourselves entangled in sin. It reminds me of um, years ago when my parents lived on this farm, this ranch. Every spring, she would call upon all of her sister, all of all of my sisters, to come out and help her clean. Um, in fact, we would usually go out, and you know, she would assign us uh, rooms to clean. And even though she used to have someone help her clean, she always wanted us to clean because she felt like things weren't clean good enough unless she was doing the cleaning. So I was assigned to do the guest bedroom and I went into the room and was vacuuming and um, cleaning the linen and wiping the uh, dressers off and the bookshelf. And I remember opening the, the curtain up and beginning to wipe the windows down and the window sealed down, and I saw on the outside of the house was this spider web on the window. And I sat there and watched as this fly had gotten caught in this web, and the fly began to wiggle and shake and flap his wing to try to get out of this web. And this spider that was up in the far corner of the web as the fly began to shake it kind of alerted the spider that he had caught something so the spider began to go down really quickly towards the, the fly and he began to hold the fly down with his back legs and he began to weave this web around the fly and just like literally in a matter of seconds this fly was entirely engulfed in this web. You could barely see the head of the fly sticking out. Because this fly was so entangled. And that's the way sin is. It entices us. It entraps us. It um, keeps us from following God's word as it wraps us and entangles us in this web of deceit. But God does not soul, not my child, not my children, not my children who love my word and follow after my precepts. God says that he will come down and, and give us that freedom of life because he will order our steps. He will order that our life be free from pain, from free from illness, free from sin. There's this ancient saying that says, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. You see, God shows up when we need him most. God will be there when our life is filled with chaos from sin. Because when we begin to walk in God's righteousness, meaning we follow after him and we become obedient to his word and and his calling to us, it is then that he will take care of us. It is then that he will look over us. It is then that he will rain down showers of blessings upon us, and he will protect us from our enemy. For the word time and time again tells us that he will protect us 
from our enemy, that we will be able to flee from our enemy. Now, I know I've gone on a little long, so I'm going to kind of come to a close here. And as I come to a close, Proverbs 9.10 tells us that hold on in, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and it's not hard to see why you see happiness in life comes not from the world's definition of happiness by taking control of our lives and doing it our way, but by allowing ourselves to take a step back and allowing God to take the lead. David, go ahead and play the song. By allowing God to take control of our lives, by allowing God to have his way in our lives, in our jobs, in our family, in our family and in our health. And only then will we be able to find true happiness, peace and success in our lives. Because it's in the moment that we see the beauty and perfection of God, which means we also will begin to see if we're brave and truly honest enough that we are truly able to allow God to order ourselves. Because when we begin to see God's wisdom for our lives and begin to allow him to truly order our steps, it's then that we can have peace. We need to let our steps be ordered, not today, but every day we wake up, every day we see ourselves in the mirror. Every day of our life, we must let God order our steps because God desires that we're not living entangled up in a sea of iniquity like that fly that was caught up in that spider's web. But if we instead let our lives in obedience to God, It is through his word that we can be healed. It is through his word that we can receive life. It is through his word that we can be lifted up. And it is through his word that we can seek shelter from the storm. It is through his word that order comes. Yes, just let God order your steps. 
because God promises success. Our life is in God's hand. And we allow God to be in control and seek him first with all of our heart, mind, and soul. Everything else will be added. Just trust God to order your steps. Just seek God to order your steps. Just allow him to order your steps. Thank you all for listening. We'll open the call up now for those who want to say good morning. I apologize that the music in the background um, didn't quite sync up or the volume was uh, creating a static. Good morning, it's Moni. Good morning, Moni. Good morning, it's Monica. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, it's Persistent Priscilla. Great declaration, great storytelling. Visual aids came out all the time we were talking. Very nice, very good. Amen. Amen. Good morning, Miss Leomia. Great declaration. Good morning, Leomia. Good morning, Sophia. Sylvia. Thank you so much. Great declaration. Good morning, Sophia. Sylvia. Good morning, Dee Blessing. Good morning, Dee Good morning, Pamela. It's Rochelle. I gave you a backup in the victory room for the song. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Good morning, Pamela. It's Gloria. God bless you. Love you. Good morning, Gloria. Love you, too. Um, we'll open it up for um, comments, questions, um, anything you um would like to share. Good morning, declare victory. God bless you all this morning. Good morning. Oh, yes, go ahead. Um, I just, it's so funny. Um, I just want to concur with how when we get that, that, um, that warning of the whooping and even when it comes forth, how it sets us straight for, for a little while. <laughs> it's so funny because I had to, um, my daughter is turning, she just turned 13 and, you know, some, she's trying to, you know, do some things that she knows is not okay, but because she's getting older, she wants try little certain things, you know, to kind of talk back a little bit. And after me warning and warning her, um, you know, what's, what's the end result is going to be if she don't get it in line, as God always does. 
He chastens us before because he loves us. And once we get that whoop and we straighten up and, and she's been trying to be an angel around him because I had to give it to her. But it's just amazing how, you know, you said how we feel. Um, and, you know, as parents, how are, are we are, you know, uh, feeling sad when we have to chastise and discipline. But it says to, um, I believe, I'm just going to paraphrase the word says, spare not, spare not the rod. Um, and that gets us, you know, in order. Uh, sometimes it takes for different people for us to be able to speak that thing, but sometimes we're all hard-headed and we don't get it, so we have to feel the effects of the rod. So thank you for your declaration. It was right on point. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Yes. It's okay. Um, thank you for that analogy. As you were telling the story, I just thought about a girl playing and, and trying to ear hustle when the grown folks were doing something. Uh-huh. <laughs> that blessed me, but it also made me sad because in today's society, I could think about how just being warned, you know what I mean? Like you're talking about your big mama, it doesn't even matter today. You know what I'm saying? It's like the fear of those. I don't see it, you know what I mean, in 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 this in this day. And so my prayer right. this morning is that that fear of the Lord comes back. And so the you can we can get you know on on one accord with His Word, if that makes any sense. Because what we don't really want is for His um, to get to get us. And I was talking yesterday, and we were talking about respect and entitlement and how it's changed so much. If that makes any sense, and just how Right, across the board, and it ties into your story because it just took me back. How we wouldn't dare, like, uh, right? My grandmother, oh, uh, just for this morning, and how beautiful listening to your sound was. I love you to life, sister. And just, um, we're traveling back home. I'm in Denver, so just some prayers for, um, just traveling. It's a lot going on, but I appreciate hearing you this morning. I love you. I love you too. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, children nowadays don't have that same element of fear. It's like, you know, we knew my grandma was was mad or getting ready to, you know, uh, call my dad in to whip us. She didn't, she didn't whip us. You know, she would call him in to whip us. And, you know, it was like, oh, my gosh. It was like you would have thought somebody had died in the house. Like, we were just scared. <laughs> You know, you would have thought something tragic had happened, but, you know, we would try to run or hide because, you know, when my dad would come in the house to whip, he would just grab whoever was in his way, whether you were the one who needed to be disciplined or not, you were going to get it. So, it, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because definitely... that's my grandmother. If one did it, we all got it. Well, no, right. We did it. No, everybody was lined <laughs> Yeah, that's what she would always say. Line up, line up. But we would go hiding. <laughs> Me and my younger sisters would take off hiding. The older siblings always got whipped, but we never did. We would take yes, off ma'am. and try to hide. Yes. You want me to play that song for you? Um. Yeah, sure. Um, the song is Order My Steps in the Lord. And, you know, it just speaks volumes on, you know, when we follow God's word his precepts how he can really 
uh, you know, bring about healing and bring about strength and bring about peace in our lives. Can you hear it? Yeah, it keeps kind of breaking in and out. Were you doing it on the computer, on the system? I was doing it on the computer. Okay. Yeah, I think we can just put it in the victory room, and if people want to go back and listen to it later. Um, okay, it's, it's, Thank well, you I so enjoyed, much. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, but, yeah, Gordon. it's just – yes, go ahead. I wanted to say I enjoyed your um, decoration, everything you taught. Um, like what he's close to home with me is when you said two names that was in um, my family, and it was my grandmother, and we would always call her Big Mom. And um, she also had uh, – there was also another name you said was Harvey, where she had a friend, a, a, a man that I guess she used to help. His name was – Harvey that yeah um, that was my dad his name is Harvey <laughs> okay yeah and that really hit home but I really truly enjoyed your decoration it was very fulfilling thank you very much thank you thank you yeah like I said it was always my dad who was the discipline uh, the disciplinary one my mom would always um, create an element of fear by telling us, you know, wait till your daddy gets home. And, you know, we would be like scared to death what was going to happen when daddy walked in the door. Good morning, Sister Sylvia again. Thank you for your declaration. I love how all of the declares, uh, as long as I've been on this line, could take scripture and take storytelling, uh, personal stories mix it together and it just comes out so beautiful. I remember growing up, um, I grew up in San Francisco, but every summer we went to Chicago and that's where all my cousins were. And so you took me there when we used to ear hustle around the table. And a lot of times we would be around the table when no one was there and we would literally sit in the seats and we would play the roles. Honey, let yes. me tell you about my yes. daughter. Girl, let me tell you about these kids. You won't believe what she had the nerve to say. I'm serious. We literally role played each That's relative. Funny. Like we was grown and we were just kids and it was so funny. It was hilarious and nobody even knew what we were doing, but we did it every summer. And then Harvey, again, I can relate my great grandfather's it was Harvey Collins. Wow. Um, who my yes. My great-grandfather's name was Harvey. So thank you so much for that. And it didn't, you know, and a whooping, you know, like like I think it was Didi or someone said, you know, it, it doesn't mean anything today. But back then uh-huh. it did. It will stop you in your tracks and everything changes. Like you said, the whole atmosphere changes. So thank you for that. Oh, you're so welcome. Yeah, I uh, my mom's family grew up in Chicago, and um, we would go – in Chicago, you know, some summers we would travel to Chicago to visit with my cousins there. So thank you for sharing that because it definitely brings up memories for me too.
Anyone else would well, like we to? Well, we went every summer. It was five of us. My mother was a single parent, so school year, but once school was out, we were packed up and shipped off. Every summer was the best summers in my life. Thank you. Wow, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. In Order My Steps is has been my go-to song for many, many, many years. Every single word, every lyric to that song speaks life into any situation. Thank yes. you. Yes, that's the same with me. I love that song. It's like I know it's an older song, but it just, oh, it just does something. <laughs> Anyone else like to share? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think, too, it has a lot to do with um, self-will, you know, being a recovery addict and just being in life, in the world before being saved and just going about doing things whatever way, no matter what, you know, no rules, no obedience, and then you get saved. I got saved and got to the point. Um, where I just, I didn't want to do anything my way. I just wanted him to order my steps, to show me his way, and his which way to go and just be delivered in, in order. Just order my steps, Lord. And it's, that's just how it is every day. I just ask him, just order my steps. Let his will be done. Uh-huh. Move me uh-huh. out of the way. I'm going That's on beautiful. That's beautiful. I actually am going to share a story about addiction because I used to run a drug and alcohol facility, but I took that story out. Um, Yes, go ahead. I was just going to say, this is Dee again, and Humble, that that song, like you said, I grew up um, in a family church, and that was one of the songs I was looking forward to hearing. But when you really listen to the words, and not get caught up in the emotional part. Like, you really have to listen and do what he says. Because he says, humbly, I ask thee to teach me your will. While you are working, help me. Help me be still. Be still. Satan is busy, but God is real. Mm -hmm. What am I saying in your work? It's a daily, it's a, a, you know, guide me. Lead me, guide me every day. Send your anointing, Father, I pray. What am I saying? So this was so... Um, on point, and because then they broke it down this this way. Some of y'all old friends know what I'm talking about. I want to walk worthy, according worthy. to Thy will. Please order my steps, and I'll do Your blessed will. The world is ever changing, but You yeah. are still the same. Still Please the same. order my steps, Lord. I'll pray. Praise Your name. I want to share that. Just want to share that. Amen. That's, it's more than Thank just you. listening to the song, but live it, walk it daily and then yes, the humble part keeps yes. coming back because we want to be humble as we need to be a lot of we might think we are but we got to get really really humble and like the other song tells us um to, to heal heal the land if we change we got to do more than just talk it we got to do it we got to live it we have to stop repent turn and really seek his face because there's so much going on i want to just share that that's it amen amen you're absolutely right because you know, so often, you know, we get caught up in pride and thinking that we accomplished or achieved the things that we accomplished in life. And it's like, no, we have to humble ourselves and know that it's God, you know, who has kept us worthy of of his of his will, of his blessings because of him. Is there anyone else who like to share before we come to a close? Hi, Pamela. Good morning. It's Moni. 
Hi, Moni. How are you doing? I am doing good. I'm off today, so I'm just gonna enjoy this. I'm just gonna enjoy this day. Um, You know, there's so much comfort in knowing that that God has ordered my steps. There's just so much comfort in that single phrase. I rather go through. I'd rather go through a dark alley knowing that he ordered my steps than to go through a bright road without him ordering those steps. I really would. Yes. Um, it just makes all the difference. I can walk now through the shadow of the valley of death. I can do that now yes. because I know, you know, and it's not that I didn't know this before, but just it's really, really, um, the Lord is really pressing it in this month with this theme to me. Um, and it's just bringing so much comfort. It really just, it's kind of like, how could something so simple bring so much comfort? But it's not. It's This is big. This is really big when he orders our steps. It truly is very big. And it really does make a difference when you look back at the road that we've come from and you say, why did the bad things happen? You know, um, why, why did, you know, what happened? Why? What was the purpose? It really makes you want to think about what was the purpose? What was really going on? And Maybe it had nothing to do with you at all, and it was somebody else who was messed up. But you know, it's just it really makes it really puts a um, a twist on on how we we just look at life and how we proceed through life, knowing that right. that he's there ordering our steps, protecting us, making sure that we didn't die, and 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 so and so forth. But um, in any case, you know, I I was uh, we were always not always spanked, but um, felt like always but 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 it probably wasn't it probably was just a handful when you really look at it from 2,000 feet in the air or you know um um we we would get hit with a paddle or like a like a thick uh, long stick and then it, it was just like a real quick thing but it, it was enough to to get us in line it really truly was enough to get us in line yeah. um because now I think twice before I do something, think about the consequences of like, what's going to happen? Like, what's going to be the outcome of my decision? So, so I look at it as even though I thought it was a bad thing as I was growing up, now it's made me think twice about what I'm going to do. And I know that everybody's different when it comes to spanking, you know, but um, I chose and I'm thankful. Really, I am. I'm thankful for something that seemed bad. Um, because now today I take a little bit more caution with the decisions I make and who am I going to hurt? Who am I going to impact? How's this going to impact others? So um, I tried to find the good in every bad situation that happened. Try to find the good, pull it out, and that'll give you the strength you need to move forward. Um, yes. Yeah. Our, our God is he's such a loving God because um, um, for me, he, you know, I went through a 17-year addiction to drugs, and um, every he was with me all along the way, every single day. I talked to him through that addiction, and I begged him to, you know, to take me out of it. And well, I didn't start begging till like halfway through, until I realized it was bad. But but that's how good he is. Is that in his discipline, 
there's love if you find it find the love in his discipline because he really helped he really disciplined me to get out of that addiction he 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 guided me out of that addiction with discipline and um but he allowed me to to stay in it long enough to want to get out of it but he was with me through it if that makes sense yeah discipline is so beautiful it's so beautiful better than any discipline i've ever had um in any case, I'd love to message today. I always love to hear your voice because you bring this calmness that the call needs, this peace that we need. Even if you were, I, even if you were seeing the alphabet or the phone book or just reading from the phone book, it just brings this peace that this mature peace that we all need. And thank you for giving it away today. And God bless you, sis. Love you. Amen. I love you too. Yeah. Uh, like I said. Oh, good morning. Go ahead. No, I didn't want to stop what you had to say because I love hearing your voice, too. It brought so much peace. This is a persistent Priscilla. Um, I just want to say this morning I got up, and my life is so out of order right now. So much is going on. And um, uh, I got up this morning, and I said, God, I just don't know. You know, I'm just, how am I going to get out of this? I I just don't see it, Lord. I know you're working with me. I know you're here. But I, I, I had that give up spirit come over me yeah. very heavy. And um, uh, very uh, tired, lethargic. And then when you, when the give up spirit comes, then comes confusion and, um, right. and uh, wrong thinking. You know, the word of God is being suppressed not coming mm-hmm. forth you know all the all the relatives show up and you're not seeing right. it at that moment you're not seeing it you're just uh you're just caught up right um but of course my intent was to get on the declare victory line but you know most of the times i get on it i'm i get on it this time i was up enough to reach the greeting but i was not getting on the line immediately going through the process of, you know, I don't know if I can do this. I, I just don't see it. You know, Lord, I, all of that, just feeling very defeated. Mm-hmm. Um, but a momentary defeat, momentary defeats. And they, we're human. It will happen. The flesh will rise up. It happens. Yes. But yes. you don't see it. I got on the declare victory line and I heard your voice. And like the sister just said, the peace the storytelling, the visuals, the simplicity yet the strength of your message, listening to the God ordering your steps through the process, hearing the numerous testimonies from the sister who just said, I had a 17-year addiction, yet God's love and his voice and ordering my steps through that addiction, through that process. And hearing all the others saying, I just appreciate this line, first and foremost, because it truly is um, life-saving at moments. It's a life preserver being thrown to you. You need it most. Just to hang on, just to raise your head. Um, They opened up our church and to just, just the leaders, so, you know, you have a chance to, but you're very excited to come back because, you know, you realize it's a blessing. But at the same time, you start to compare yourself, and at least I did. Why? 
Why? Why do I have to go through this? Like the sister just said, why? What? Find a deeper meaning into why, God? Why is this happening? Um, why do I have to look so different? Why, God? Um, but anyway, enough of that. I just wanted to say you were my life preserver. That's your words and your peace and um, your message. And I thank you for it. You know, I thank you and ordering my steps. I I am going to definitely listen to that song. It's something that I forgot about, but definitely need right now and probably need it more than I ever know. So I just want to say I sincerely appreciate you, the Declare Victory family and the Declare Victory line. Much appreciation and much love. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. You've blessed us today through your words. Father God, we just come to you, God, and I pray, Lord, that you would touch Patricia, God, that you would comfort her, God, that you would be bring clearness and um, clarity to her mind, God. I pray, Lord, that you would touch her in a way that she's never been touched before, God, and that you would begin to speak to her and order her steps, God, through your word, God, that um, where the enemy is trying to uh, bring about depression or bring about um, discourse in our lives, God, I pray, Lord, that you would uh, begin to uh, bring healing, God, and clarity, God, so that she can um, rise above what is happening, God. God, we just thank you, God, for what you're doing in her life, God. We thank you, God, that you allowed her, God, to uh, be open and listening to your guidance to get on this call this morning, God. Thank you for ordering her steps to call in this morning, God. Allow her to continue to listen to you, God, as you guide every one of her ways. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Love you to life. Pamela? Yes. It's Dee Dee. I was just listening to just the comments and there's a, a need for deliverance but not just I'm so glad Moni said what she said because people have had addictions um, for years and it's not just drugs and alcohol when people say you get delivered out of a lot of stuff right so I'm just feeling in my spirit um, and I thank you for praying for Priscilla because it's heaviness on her I've, I've heard her before and I'm lifting her up I'm interceding um, for that heavy Heavy, heavy, heavy. It's so heavy um, that I feel it. And I'm way in Denver and I feel it. And so I'm just agreeing with you just for him to lift that spirit of heaviness. There's so many things that we have to let go of, though, because we have strongholds and we got to give it. We got to let God be God in all of it. And we have to protect our mind because that's where the battle is. So as we're praying, as we're getting on the call, as we're going through our days, just continue to call on the name of Jesus. But but as you call on him and as you're praying to him, believe what you're saying in all situations. Because we know the devil will attack in the mind and God will order your steps if you allow if you let him. I just want to share yeah. that. That's it. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, you're absolutely right. Because um if we're not willing to be obedient and listen to him. If he's ordering our steps and we're not listening to the directions that he's giving us, it's it's not going to make any difference in our lives. But, you know, when we're yielding to um, his word, yielding to what he's speaking to us and uh, 
being open to listening for clarity from him, uh, then he'll guide us and instruct us in the way that we should go. Is there anyone else who would like to share this morning? I don't want to share, but I just definitely, hi, everybody. Good morning. Um, it's good my morning. Guess, it was such a, a good declaration, Pamela. And I just want to say thank you. I got so much out of it before I, before you closed out. I just want to say thank you. Oh, praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Because even for me, when I think about it, you guys, when it comes to order, our Father is really doing doing a lot in me with it. I. I mean, it's crazy how much I was running from it. I didn't realize that I was doing that, you know. So, yeah, just keep me lifted, please. I love you guys. Amen. We love you, too. If there's uh, no one else, I'm going to go ahead and uh, close out because uh, Didi is right. You know, there is um, just this need to... uh, Pray for deliverance and a need to pray for um, that heaviness. You know, I know we all have uh, been stuck in the house and dealing with um, that isolation. And sometimes that isolation can um, bring on uh, the opportunity for the enemy to come in and begin self-talk within our heads. And um, so we just want to rebuke that and, you know, pray that God would. really speak into our hearts and guide us. Father God, we just come. Is there someone who has something yes. to say? Yes, sorry. Good morning. This yeah. is Yvette. I just wanted to say thank you also, and could you also add me in your prayer, please? Keep me in your prayers. Amen. Yes, yes, I will. Thank you. Father God, we just come to you this morning, God, thanking you, God, for uh, the message that you have given us, God, to to hear, God, and help us, God, that to take heed to the word that you have given us, God, this morning to just really be obedient to your word, God, Um, not just uh, to take it lightly, God, and not to um, take it... um, Uh, haphazardly, God, but to really be dedicated and humble to uh, your your word and the calling that you have on each of our lives, God, and the order that you have in line for each of us to follow, God. God, I pray, Lord, that you would touch those who have called in today and touch those who are on this call, God, Moni, Yvette, Didi, those who have... um, requested prayer, God, that you would begin to touch their minds, God, and touch their hearts, God, and begin to draw them back to you, God, because we know, God, that in you there is life, God. We know that in you there is promise, God, that in you there is healing, God, and in you, God, there is peace, God. And I pray, Lord, that you would begin to comfort those who are dealing with um, um being in the silence of their own mind, God, and um, help them to deal with the emotions that they're dealing with now today, God, that 
um, you would begin to uh, speak into their lives, God. God, I pray, Lord, that um, as you order our steps, God, even today as we go through our day, God, and and begin to listen to the song that will be in the declared victory room, God, that you would speak into each of our lives, God, and that you would begin to show us, God, your love, God, and begin to show us, God, your will for our lives, God. God, we just give you all the praise and the glory, God, because that's what this psalmist did. He was praising you for the word. He was praising you, God, for for the things that you have done, God, um, in the way that you uh, use uh, your precepts to uh, keep us in line, God, to follow after the things that you have that you have for us, God. So, God, I pray, Lord, that you would just um, wrap us in your love, God, and that you would guide us, God, um, deliver us from uh, the corners of our own mind, God, and uh, set us free, God, that we will be able to hear you with clarity, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Love you all to life. Have a Amen. blessed day. Love you. Amen. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone. God bless. Love you. Have a blessed Monday. Love you, God.
Good morning.